Hi, this message was originally given in a church service in October of 2021. Uh, I, I, we didn't record it, though, because we were going to be talking about our missionaries, and our missionaries serve in places where uh, we don't want their what they do and who they are to be posted on the Internet. Uh, so I'm recording this later, and uh, you're not going to get the full sermon. You're just going to get some uh, remarks that I made about uh, the one uh, sort of place in this uh of these verses that are uh, really compelling. Uh, but turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 21 through 24. And we'll pray, and then I'll read the passage, and then I'll talk to you about uh, what's to me the most compelling part of these, these verses. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your word. We thank you even for these little salutations at the end of the epistles, and we thank you for what they can teach us. Please, Lord, help us this morning to learn from your Holy Spirit what you'd have us to learn. In Jesus' name, amen. Ephesians chapter 6, starting verse 21. Tuxicos, the dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will tell you everything so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. I am sending him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage you. And it was at this point in the sermon that I started talking about the missionaries that we support in all, all the places where they are and what they do and how we can pray for them and what their uh, recent challenges are. Then at the end, I continued with verse 23. Peace to the brothers and sisters and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to all who love our Lord Jesus with an undying love. Now, there's an interesting um, phrase here in Greek at the very end of these verses. Um, Paul always sort of greets and, and gives salutation with grace and peace, and he does that here in the final verses of uh, Ephesians. But at the very end of it, he there's this little phrase, with an undying love. And there's a, a Greek word there, a Greek phrase, two words put together, that the translators really don't know what to do with. Most of the rest of this is very straightforward. Tuxikos gives Paul's well wishes to them, and he wants them to know how he's doing. But in the very end, there's this little phrase, enephtharsia, enephtharsia. And what does it mean? It means sort of in immortality or in undecaying which is a very strange thing to say, and if it's supposed to be attached to something else in the sentence, and of course it is, it's an adjective that, that uh, describes something in the sentence, but what does, it, uh, what does it modify? What is it supposed to be attached to? And that's the great mystery for the translators. So if you're looking at a different Bible, I use the NIV for this, but you may have a different Bible translation, and you look at that, and you see how, they ver how different translators um, translated that different ways because it's very hard to know. It's, it's easy to know what it means, but it's hard to know what to attach it to in these verses. And, of course, these differences uh, are all over the New Testament, and, and all of our Bible translations sort of reflect that. And very few of them really um, change anything about doctrine. And it's a lot of fun. If you can get over sort of the, the, oh my goodness, they don't know what it means or they don't know what it attaches to, if you can get over that, it's kind of fun to sort of look and, and see, all right, what would I say? What, how would I, what would I attach it to? All right, so let's look at some different translations and how they put the enaphtharsia in there. What it means is, of course, it won't decay, something that won't go bad, something that won't rot, something that won't 
dissolve over time. It's not biodegradable, something like that, okay? So this is what the ESV says. The ESV says, with love incorruptible. So they've attached it to the idea of love, okay? The idea of love and love incorruptible. And that's a good translation. Uh, for something to corrupt actually means for it to decay or biodegrade. So they've attached it to the love and they said that it won't corrupt or it won't biodegrade, it won't go away. That's good. The uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the New Living Translation says, "May God's grace be eternally upon all who love our Lord Jesus Christ." Uh, so they've attached it to the grace. The grace is up upon us who believe on, upon the believers eternally, and that doesn't. So they didn't put the the decaying part. That aspect is not in there. It's just over time. And of course, if something doesn't biodegrade, if something doesn't decay, if it's there forever, it is eternal. So that's a very interesting way. Uh, to, to put it. The King James Version says, uh, insincerity, which sounds like undying love to me, but it doesn't capture the essence of the biodegrading either. Now, many of us will say, well, I just want a good translation of the Bible that's very literal, a very literal translation, because I don't want anybody, any translator putting their nuance into it or their, their viewpoints. I just want a literal translation. And that sounds like a very good thing. But if you've never done any translation, you probably don't know what you're really asking for. So let me show you. Young's literal translation translates it this way, and I think it will reflect why you really don't want a perfectly literal translation of the Bible. It says, The grace with all those loving our Lord Jesus Christ, hyphen, undecayingly, amen. And that's the literal wording and word order of the Greek. And so I think you can see that that is very awkward. That does not sound like good English. If it's good Greek to begin with, it needs to be translated into good English. Uh, and, and so, no, you don't want that. You want the translators to do their job and give you something that's comprehensible. But the translators, again, don't know what to do with the undecayingly. Who do they attach it to? Well, they could attach it to Jesus because Jesus will never decay. And that's true because he is resurrected. Okay, that's a good place to put it, except that none of the translators do that. Or you can attach it to his grace. Well, that's a good place to put it because he'll, his grace will also never decay. And that's good, and that's true, and that's, that's great assurance for we who are believers that his grace will never decay, never go away. Or it's that our love for him should never decay. And I hope that that's true of all of us, too that we won't be like the Ephesian church that we see in Revelation, that they lost their first love because their love for Christ had decayed a bit. And, and, and Paul, or the, the, the writer of Jesus' words there for them are, go back to your first love, the good, strong love. Maybe they needed a sort of a, a resurrected love for the Lord Jesus that would never decay. That's good. May our love for Jesus last forever, never decay, in aphtharsia in immortality and undecayingly. Now, it's interesting to point out that uh, Paul started this epistle looking into eternity past when God chose you, the believers, us, the believers, to experience his goodness before the world was ever created. So in this eternity past, he starts his epistle, and now he points, he ends the epistle by pointing to eternity again, in aphtharsia, in this future where God is still choosing you and still bestowing every good thing on you. If you knew that God had good plans to lavish 
you with wonderful things and his personal love for you was going to last for eternity, wouldn't that give you hope for today and strength for the battle at hand? I think it would. So let let me remind you, God loves you. He has plans to sustain you and use you as a force for good in this difficult world now. And when his plans for you are over, his plans that started uh, since the, before the beginning of the world, he plans to give you the most wonderful Sabbath that you've ever had, basking in his love, being healed from the pain you're experiencing, and to give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, the half has never yet been told. In aphtharsia, in immortality, undecayingly forever and ever. Do you believe that? I hope you do. I do, and I want you to walk this road with me. Let's pray. Lord, we love we love you and we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word, your word that lasts forever and never decays. Uh, we thank you for your love that lasts for us and never decays. And we thank you that our hope is in the resurrection where we ourselves, our spirits, our souls, our bodies will never decay and we'll leave, be able to live for you, with you forever in immortality, in aphtharsia. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.